This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Join the Watch, a Game of Thrones podcast by The Straits Times. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and as ever, we are going spoiler-heavy, especially now because it's the final episode. Our watch is ending. This is the review of the last episode, and later on we'll be having a video roundup of the entire season, if not the series. So this week's emissaries from the various kingdoms of ST are Harry Hunter Demon, Melissa Heng, Esaktaval, and Jen Lee. Hello. Hi guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. And of course, for one penultimate time, they may not come from Westeros, they may not come from Essos, but they may have passed by Yunos. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Stuck this joke to the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way the to the death. It's episode six. This is it. No more. Mm-hmm. First impressions, Jan. Eh. Oh, Sakti. <laughs> I can live with it. Melissa? I like it. Harry Anto. Don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to feel, really. I, I'm I'm amazed because for me I think it was brilliant. I think there could not be a better ending. Such yes. a left turn. So outfoxing every fan theory. Nobody would have seen that, surely. I maybe disagree. Bits, maybe little bits, but nobody would have seen the way that was ending. Let's go for briefly the good. Uh Melissa, why do you think it was good? I agree with you that like there were bits that none of us were expecting, but I think that the big parts of it, so John finally doing the ultimate right thing and killing Danny, them everybody coming together then to choose like uh, a king who would rule as best as he could, as much as we didn't think Bran would be king, but I think the surprise was a good thing. Well, yeah, let's just quickly it's... recap. An oddly quiet episode... But essentially, Danny basically threatened every living creature in Westeros. Mm. Tyrion got arrested. Tyrion then talked John into killing Danny, mm-hmm. and John killed Danny. Mm-hmm. Mm. At which point, it gets back into the Game of Thrones thing of just debates and talking politics. and politicking mm. and things <laughs> like that. And they decide, you know, uh, various people decide that Bran will be king. Yeah. And from there, it kind of just works its way around which sounds very uh, low key for those who were not so impressed Jan why did you not like it I don't hate where the series has gone I'm okay with the endings where everybody ended up I'm just not okay with how they got there because it doesn't make a lot of sense Uh, it was too rushed Uh, excuse me where are the Dothraki people um, just things like that that just don't make sense and it was just oddly very unsatisfying even though I love the fact that John um, killed Danny for example I kind of hated the fact that he had to be talked into it like just for once is the last episode Jon well, Snow just we- give us some intelligence and initiative in Killing Danny it's a and bit also late to be asking intelligence from John. Take off your top one last. <laughs> no, I would forgive you. I would. Wait, wait, no. top or the bottom? Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who professed the love for John Snow's behind. I feel behind, like I've seen so. his butt, so I kind of wanted to see. Oh, his okay, ass. right. But why do you want him to be intelligent suddenly now? Yeah, we've all, not intelligent. Throughout the entire thing of this podcast, okay, not, we've been saying he's an idiot. Not intelligent. Yeah, he is an idiot. Not intelligent. <laughs> he is an idiot. We agree. But the one redeeming 
disgrace of Jon Snow is his strong moral compass. <sighs> when he saw all those children dead in the streets, there should have been no question that he was going to kill Danny. There should have been no question in his heart. But he had still had to be talked into it. It was of, a bit of a surprise that he, blah, blah, blah. he just said, well, you know, she's still my queen. And I love her. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, no, shut up, Jon Snow. <laughs> you saw those dead children burn to bits. You you should have just been like, yeah, there is no question. No, I and think she- it totally fits with his moral code. Like, he is in love with her. He mm-hmm. wants to redeem her mm-hmm. as much as he believes that a peaceful, merciful solution is always possible that's yes. his flaw he believes that mercy is possible all the time and redemption is possible all the time so that is his flaw right so that's what people get all irritated at him at but that's who he is and that's why at the same time you want him to always do the right thing which at the end of the day he freaking did guys he did, he did. but can we not have that scene of him in the jail cell with his hair all wild and not moisturized. One one <laughs> scene, his hair is not moisturized, all wild and being like questioning his decisions. Don't question it, honey. Actually, okay, I, no, have, I have to agree with, J- uh, with Jen it. because the thing is, I've hated John right from the beginning because of his oh, strong yeah, moral compass, right? Like, <sighs> I don't think there is any human being in this world who is like that. So I agree with you, Jen. The fact that <laughs> what the fact that you know he saw this burned children on the streets, I thought that would go like, hey, you know what, Danny, you need to be stopped. Yeah, he yeah. did. No, he did, no, but, he's like, but he's he. Yeah. Okay, you want to struggle? It's okay if you struggle yeah. with that decision, but don't question it. And I hated the fact that he questioned it. No, uh, that's what the decision making is like, right? Nobody's gonna be like cocksure all the time. Nobody's gonna be like, yes, I've made the correct decision. Everybody's gonna have doubt. If you don't have doubt, then you are like some weird robot. Correct. And, okay, and hang on. So, what was the problem for you with this episode? Um, for me, the problem was similar to what, what Jan said, that there's a lot of weird bits where things didn't seem to connect. Um, we got a lot of moments cut off. We had a lot maybe, of moments Maybe that, that's what it, it was, in the sense that they didn't show us a lot of things that would have helped. Or maybe the viewer is supposed to connect the dots. In what case is that? Um, okay, so the two big twists that we saw, I like the twists, but maybe they could have signaled it a bit more. Maybe it wouldn't have worked if they signaled it a bit more. And, okay, let's go to the brand thing. So Tyrion comes up and, and makes this suggestion, and everyone's like, yeah, sure, uh, let's go do that. <laughs> and then, like, and the the reason he gives for putting Bran up for this position was that, oh, he is the history of the human world. Look, who knows? Then he also mentions Tree-Eyed Raven. These guys know me. These guys were, like, all over the place. I'm sure no one's heard of the Tree-Eyed Raven in Dawn. Maybe they have. <laughs> we don't know. They didn't show us. But it was like, oh, he let it up. Yeah, he let it up. He can see her. He knows everything. Okay, then he, he can be our king. I feel like it's a bit of a jump, mm, isn't it? But, like, Well, you are talking about someone who... Tyrion is well-known to all of them. Mm-hmm. And is well-known as being the smartest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. And he's either helped them or evaded them, mm-hmm. or talked himself out of trouble with them. Mm-hmm. So when they ask him to, you know, so what's your version of this? Why not? He's the, he's the connecting factor with all these guys. Yeah. But this is the, what you're explaining right now, what you're saying is that this guy says so, so I'm going to just take his word for it. No one has really, like, you know, done any, you know, due diligence or research or anything like that. 
They just decided. Well, on one there's enough of them there to trust what is going on. Okay. Mm. And like when Sansa shuts down uh, Edmund Tully, was mm. it Edmund Tully? Edmund, Edmund yeah. Edmund yeah. Tully. Edmund Tully. Mm. Yeah. A great comeback. <laughs> <laughs> just to uh-huh. Uncle, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Can we just recap a little bit? Edmund Tully is the guy who went to the Red Wedding with Rob Stark and Kathleen and Talisa, and then he married one of the three girls, mm. uh, fathered one of the children, and then was captured, blah, blah, blah. And then later on, there was Some a whole Blackfish saga. Life. So he, that's Edmure Tully, guys. He mm. gave oh. up the castle, did he? He gave up the castle. Yeah. yeah mm. He gave up River Run or something yeah. along those lines. So he's a bit of a coward, and then he tries to put himself forward as... <laughs> Uh, a potential new king Some and then just shut down shut yeah. down completely but it's what else crazy. apart from Tyrion I think that was the main one I like the twist that you know in the end Bran was I guess it's all kind of nitpicky stuff I really dislike the fact that you know when they turned to Bran even when the camera panned just before um, Tyrion said Bran I thought it was going to be Sansa because oh, we all yes. did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. 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 And then when it panned to him, and then he just gives us this wooden, this creepy look, is it? Yeah, and then like he says, "Where do you think I'm here?" <laughs> oh my god! They should have just pushed you off a ledge. No, I lost but it. Like that. That, that, that okay. dialogue. So. When you say things like this, I have to wonder what show you've been watching. Because is there not something wonderfully sinister about Bran, the guy that can see the past and the future? And he gets to be named king? Mm. He has this amazing vision, this supernatural vision. And somehow he's positioned himself in a way that he knows he's going to be king. I'm sorry, these people don't know Bran. Um, what does Yara exactly know about Bran? Mm. Does, has Yara been a part of Bran's journey at all? Why no. does she suddenly think, hey, yeah, Bran's a good guy to lead all of us yeah, and exactly. a person that I'm going to so- swear my loyalty to? doesn't make sense. I've this comes back to, the reason why they all listen to him is Tyrion is still the smartest guy in the room and they respect his decision on that. The thing is that when you see what is happening as well, right? No one else has a better solution here. And while I think it is odd that they are allowing some of these really lousy lords to make a decision, I mean, why is that Robin Aaron... Why does he even get a vote? He's a, like... Well, you've got to see where these guys are coming from because also, when Sam where he suggests, why don't we let the people decide? And for a moment, you're thinking, oh, don't tell me they're going to have a presidency. But you look at the way they all just sneer at this Mm. decision, including Sansa. Mm. These are all privileged people who are just, they have their lineage and they're going to stick with it. You know, it's like, well, I don't particularly want them. I don't particularly want these guys on the other side. Yeah, why not Bran? Yeah. It's, it's, It's a default position of just like yeah okay and it seems least offensive and as we know in the real world least offensive cannot come through I mean after all that drama I would imagine that they would just you know think a bit more like, of who they want to lead the, the, the next person to lead to be honest right? and it does seem odd that Sansa got the choice to leave the Seven Kingdoms and nobody else was like I mean, Yara was quite strongly for leading the Iron Islands on her own. Mm. So it doesn't make any sense that everybody is just like, oh, Sansa left. 
oh, then we stay lor. Oh, like, but it the North, yeah. but yeah. the North has and been then, independent for quite a while yeah, already, so right? That's what Sansa said as well. She said the North will continue to be independent as it has been for a thousand Thousands years. Of years yeah. And the thing is that I don't see a problem with them all coming under this one king because it's kind of a title, yes, there will be some allegiances, yes, but ultimately it is for peace, some kind of peace, right? Because look at the guy who's going back to Dawn. Dawn is so far away. They can do anything they want there. They just have to say, yes, we agree. Mm. And then he goes back on his ship and rules his land by himself. Same for Yara. The, the island islands are almost off by itself. There's also an element of all these people just want to go back to the status quo of how things were Without a bit of the trouble, mm. but essentially, yeah, let's just have one king, essentially ruling, the hand to do most of most of the work. Mm. And but of course, we know as you see in the in the meeting now. of the uh, small mm. council, thank you, yeah. uh, they all get back to this just to, you know well ships I, brothels. ships brothels and you know I'd like to build some more brothels. Well, I don't like you building brothels. <laughs> I'm going to get back to that. So you know they all just get back to. They didn't regular fully, life. They didn't fully break the wheel. They did, yeah. but they still kept some semblance. They kind of realigned the wheel a little bit. Yeah. They, yeah. they got rid of we all the crazy all people. And of course, the physical Iron Throne, right? Now become yes. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. was a great scene, right? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. let's get on to our great scenes. Best moments, worst moments. Harry Hunter? I thought the best moment for me was um, that little touching scene when Brienne wrote an entry for Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. for all the flaws that Jamie has... She actually wrote the good stuff and then she ended mm. off with him just dying. Mm. He uh, died for his he queen. He died for his queen, yeah. And mm. I think that would have taken a lot from her mm. to write that last line down. And yeah. not just add on to the end, and he was hung like a pygmy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? I mean, for the fact that, you know, she was left high and dry, she still mustered all that courage to actually yeah. write that down. Okay. Yeah. Was she absolutely worse then? I know I like Danny dying. You know, I, I I thought that was that. But again, I felt that, you know, that was just a little too quick again. You know, like, because the first part, the pacing was really slow. People were just walking. Tyrion was just walking <laughs> and walking. And that was what happened in episode 5, right? And then putting out bricks. Yeah, and putting out, yeah, like walking. Guys, I'm like walking. Okay, okay. You know, all that walking and all that slow pacing could have translated into, you know, other bits to explain. I don't know. Exposition. Yeah, make it a better... I don't know. Like, and then after that, you know, it's like building up to something. And then the next thing, you know, like, bam. Danny, like, instantly dies, right? Like, you know... You the, the, have stabbed her a few more times, yes, right? Like, like, you know, like, no, the battle... Oh, bit, okay, no. You, 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 you do... You, you <laughs> put it to a parallel to, to, to Jamie and Euron when, when they were fighting at the beach. Yeah, like, it, yeah. you know, they were, they were like... <laughs> He was stabbed multiple Thank times, you. but Why? Jamie could still like drag himself and not well, die out of being those bleeding are stabs out. Stabs of hate. This was a stab of love. No, whatever, what whatever. It is Step not medically. I spent five minutes watching you run. Yeah. You run of all people die. You couldn't give me a slightly longer Danny dying scene. Yeah, right. Stab her a few times. her once. No. Then just. Like, and Again? if let's say no. if if let's say you really want to go with the romantic thing, <laughs> I would have expected Danny to kind of like you know look longingly into his eyes and like say of, something like why yeah say something like you know why or like just I don't know a tear roll down her 
her eyes Was or that, that, that kind bad? of chemistry. You know, if they're going to go with the whole slow pacing thing. Or just be like, you betrayed me and yeah. she dies. Yeah. Like, you know? Nah, any yeah. words would have been... So she's just like, oh, and then... And then the other thing that doesn't make sense people? because she was stabbed <laughs> in her stomach or wherever it is, and she started bleeding from her from her nose and her yeah, mouth. Well, that, that's a classic. Guys, where you bleed from when <laughs> you're stabbed. I wanted a yeah. t- I wanted a death scene that was like Talisa. Like just multiple steps in her stomach. Like I needed but he her doesn't to hate her. Or like I needed her to I make sure know. she or died. like a killing of passion, right? Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on. Okay, let let us quell the bloodthirst here. Yeah. Just okay. from us. So that's it. Okay, okay. the song through here goes through the lungs and the heart. That's why she starts <laughs> coughing up blood. She didn't cough as there well. You go. She just Anatomy. She just with it. <laughs> Just uh, with yeah, it. Yeah, because it was just one step to the stomach, okay? Yeah. How many steps has Arya taken and was yeah. like jumping back yeah. up? Like, well, Starks are different sense. people. Targaryens are kind of very weak in that uh. way. <laughs> but I have to confess, I was waiting for her to come back. I thought there was going to be a thing of Drogon coming yeah. back with her on the back saying, okay, now you're fucked. <laughs> like a, a final like horror movie. Anyway, Melissa, your best of yes. worst. Af- so... Okay, I really like that John stabbed Danny. I think the con the conflict in his face as he did it, he knew he had to, but he he made sure and he asked her all these questions and when she confirmed that she was nuts, he was like, Okay, I gotta do it and he did it. But for me what was even better was Drogon's reaction. Right? When the dragon comes in and you're like, Whoa, what's he gonna do? And you see him actually have this interaction with Danny. Uh, he's so upset, right? Then you think, is he going to burn John? But he doesn't. Uh, he takes out all his rage on the Iron Throne. And we know that dragons have, are, are sentient in some way, right? They have intelligence. They're not just animals. And for me, I, I felt that so symbolic because like, he has been following uh, his quote-unquote mother all this time. He's been following Daenerys because... And he knew when she died. Yeah, and he knew that she was dead, right? So I I think that in some way he kind of knew that what killed her more than than John was this, her desire and thirst for the Iron Throne and that led to her death. I think he kind of knew. So he just took it out on the Iron Throne and he destroyed this thing that she was chasing and that killed her. I've not seen the making of video yet that usually comes on YouTube after the program, but if the writers say something similar, I think, you know, we buy you a coffee or something. (laughs) Scarily accurate. I think there's a lot of Drogon going on that kind of fits in with, uh, I mean, the whole John and Daenerys thing fit in with these uh, confounding of fan theories. So, I mean, last week I was saying that it would be Arya wearing John's face, and we say, "Oh well, you know, she's got to use the face uh, again, transference yeah. thing ag- mm. again." There's got to be something with the dragons, but you look at the arc of this series, and they've really quelled the magic. Like episode three was peak magic with uh, Night King mm. and all that kind of stuff, and then you lose a dragon in episode four. Yep. You have the last big use of the dragon in episode 5 and you get rid of it completely in episode 6. Mm. I, I, I just like the confounding of all these fan theories that have just kind of got you. Yeah, <laughs> like anything else. What was your worst bit then? Uh, for me, my worst bit was just that council of people when all the lords came together uh, to see Tyrion come out of jail and speak. And I feel 
that just some of the people who were there just don't deserve to be there and I'm like why are they still alive after all this bloodshed <laughs> like what's his you've seen name? real world politics right well, yes, I mean but like, in r- the, the real world it's like why are they real there? dumbos on this panel and that they get a say for their people it's just sad it's like that Robin Aaron guy is there uh-huh. that, also he blow up there He's quite good looking. No, no, no. He's gross. Whatever. He no, no. Like. Hang on. He he's really grown up. I mean, in he's really grown up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm surprised. Still gross. Guys, his mum was a nut. <laughs> and then there's that other guy that Tully. Edmir. Edmir, Edmir Tully. Edmir Tully, who's just also like so lousy. <laughs> like, yeah. how is he not dead? Yes. Yeah, so that I, I was really annoyed. Okay, Sekti, your best and worst. Um, I actually did like that scene when John killed Danny. Um, I I understand what you guys are saying about it being over too quickly, mm. but I like the fact that it changed so quickly. Honestly, I was believing. I kind of believe that that's it. This guy's a goober. He's not gonna. He's <laughs> not gonna do it mm. because right up to that point, he was just like you know hemming and hawing, hemming and hawing, and then even when he goes to you know talk to her. And they end with a kiss. And I'm like, I shouted, I think, when we were watching it, I was like, wow, this guy's an idiot. Lah. I was shouting. And then suddenly the stab happened. Yeah. You know, I guess if you put one kind of two and two together, this guy is, is, a, is a fighter. He would have been taught how to stab, where to stab to kill people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I think maybe he stabbed I did think for a moment, was it Arya? It's just when you saw the handle, the hilt of mm. the, yeah, and the then it was blade that he used, it looked so much like needle. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, had she zapped him from behind again. Yeah. And just, ah, stop. <laughs> and then, then he cries like, and then you're like, oh, it is John. <laughs> yeah, and then you're oh, oh, wow. He, yeah. he did it after all. Wow. Okay, yeah. like, I guess he did it in one swift yeah. motion mm. to, to, to not prolong her suffering, mm. I guess. Mm. Okay. Mm. So what was your worst moment? I think everything after that. Savage. You know, just uh, the brand thing. Like I know I've been saying for the last six episodes, brand has to be useful, but <gasps> yeah. like they built Not him up. Like you know, uh, they built him up, and and probably it goes together with the, your point about magic and how they have kind of cut magic out, kind of gradually and yeah. also very swiftly. So, so there's no brand warging that we all yeah would yeah or. and like come on they gave him all this power they made him follow made us follow him into his into the into, into the, the north the trees and, and then, then fighting the and and then he becomes like a weirdo his girlfriend <laughs> don't like him anymore his best friend he kills he's still a weirdo and, a and then he mm. potentially ate a person <laughs> okay when did this yeah Jojen Reed Jojen Reed it's a whole theory. It's a whole theory about how they no. had to do blood magic to make him into into like the 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 the, the raven and all that kind of stuff. And then he killed Hodor. Yeah, that's that's his best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He killed his best friend and then ate his uh, okay friend Georgian Reed. Summer died. You know, a yeah. lot of things. His happened. dog died and then you know he he got new wheels. All this kind of stuff happens and then like and then even in the first part of it he was saying how he's here to fight the darkness. Potentially, maybe he was saying he was referring to Danny. We don't know, but you know, all that he says, I'm a key to the fight against the the White Walkers. He didn't do anything. He just sat there the whole time. Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dare we ask Jan? What's your best moment in it? 
Queen in the North, people. <laughs> Queen <laughs> in the North. Off the mic a little bit. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sansa Stark, first off, her name, okay? Queen of the North. I love that scene. Her dress is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. And, like, she has this beautiful, like, little tiny little crown and her hair is, like, mm. oh, flowing. Oh, it's so beautiful. And she's meant, she is always meant to, like, it's very poetic to me that Sansa, the naive girl who wanted to be queen to King Joffrey Baratheon, ends up actually being a queen, but queen in the north. And that was something that I really, really liked. Uh, I love Sansa. She's one of my favourite characters. Followed her whole arc. And I thought her arc makes the most sense mm. in a season that had a lot of senseless arcs or rushed arcs. Mm. But um, Arya and Sansa in particular, their arcs built up very, very beautifully and ended, culminated in exactly where you think it would lead them. So that was great. Um, also, I know I, tore this sh- I tear this show apart a lot and I have... Sit fair more than once. <laughs> there, 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 there are podcast. a few tatters lying around, yes. Yes, in a few more than once uh, in this podcast recording. But I think there is, you have to respect that it's a beautifully done show. That even oh, yeah. if the plot or the script or the development was not great, it's a beautifully shot show. You know, the cinematography is amazing. It's very well, the costumes, the sets is beautiful. It's a beautiful show. And I, think that um, there are not my favourite moment was Queen in the North of course but um, some moments like that one scene where Dane is walking out and the Drogon's wings are expanded behind ah uh, yeah yeah the, it's uh, such a beautiful moment even as you know you know that she's going insane and mm. what is it what is that show with Angelina Jolie where she's the uh, evil queen Maleficent Maleficent yes, yes. yes. very Maleficent yes there. very beautiful so I liked all of that and I appreciate the show for all of that. That being said, um, <laughs> least favorite, oh man, so many least favorite moments. I mean, where, where do we start? Um, Come on, you, you, got the, you got the ghost pet. Yes, you that, got that the was nice. That was nice. Yeah. I like I like the ghost pet. I like that we see Tormund at the end. Just being like, <laughs> I love Tormund, you know, him coming in and being like, yo, my well, dude. Well, that's like our that. prediction that came true. Yeah. That Tormund is that yeah. waving yeah. at the end. Go back. John got to go uh, back yeah. to the north. I, t- I like Suckley says, a lot of things don't make sense to me. And that Dothraki disappearing, basically. <laughs> um, just, oh, so many things. Why why people were standing around listening to a prisoner talk for 10 minutes. Um, Admir Tali, okay, Admir Tali standing out, bad moment, but Admir Tali getting told by Sansa to sit down was the, one of the best moments, Absolutely. one of the highlights. Mm. Um, yeah, again, just why would people all suddenly agree to Bran being king? Um, Bran, you know, basically needing, Bran asking for a master of whispers, when his whole shtick is knowing exactly what's going on at mm. the time. Like, I feel that it, it not... Basically, the magicality of the story, is that even a word? The magic of the story <laughs> has been completely ignored and done dirty. It's not even just that the magic part of the story wrapped up. It mm. it was abandoned and... I, I and would say that it's actually gone full circle. Mm. That when it started out, 
it wasn't that magical a show. It took a quite a while. No, I about disagree. Last first episode, scene, we see White Walkers. Very ah. first scene. Apart from that, yes. No, you can, season <laughs> well, one. Season one. Bran is talking about having visions. Bran is having like eye to eye, like conversations with a raven <laughs> at his window. Like this magic has always been built but into the story. on a subtle level, which yes. is where it's gone back to now. It's on a subtle level. So Bran wanting a fellow of whispers, whisperers. I don't think that's so bad because I, part of his shtick as well. I think, is that he's basically leaving his hand to do a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> mm. Yeah. A lot of it. So he's basically, I'm, I'm off out, or what was his phrase? I'm going now. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty much <laughs> what he says at the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I'm know. going to go so, now. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. now. What? Yeah. Eyes go back. And then so I, I agree with John that, like, I think, I feel that a lot of things have come full circle. Are there questions that have been left dangling? Yes. But we all expected that going into this episode. Mm. Uh, we knew not all the questions can be answered. So I feel a lot of things have come full circle, like you said, because I think a lot of the characters went back to who they naturally are. So look at all the lords. Why did they choose the person who would... Uh, give them the least conflict. They're all sick of fighting already. And this was best case scenario for anybody. Why the Dothraki suddenly disappear? For me, it makes sense. You go back to the nature of the Dothraki, right? They follow the strongest leader. Once their Kal dies, the the person who kills, kills him becomes Kal, right? For them, it's like, if you die as Kal, you're too weak to be Kal. So they have been following Daenerys all this time because they thought she was the strongest. Okay, I think that's one of those things that I'd agree with Jan in that mm. that's where you just need a little bit of expansion in the story just to say that the Dothraki, just someone to mention that the Dothraki, because Jon killed him, they're following Jon now. Yeah, so well, that's that, why I said they, kind of they walking were... at the front and then, <laughs> and then you know, substitute it with explanation <laughs> like that, right? But see, then again, I feel that it, they didn't have time to wrap that up or they didn't take the time. Yeah. So, but if you're asking why they're not around anymore or why didn't they take revenge for Danny, they're not the type. They're not the type to take revenge, mm. right? They just follow who the strongest is. Um, and then, yeah, so for me, I think a lot of it just, they went back to... And then them going back to... Them cutting out magic mm. and going back mm. to the daily running of things. Mm. That's... Like you said, the lords are comfortable with some kind of status quo still. Right. Right? Why do why do we need a Lord of Law, a Master of Law, Master of Whisperers, whatever they're called, right? It's because Bran also knows that some of these things have to exist for society to continue to function. And any kind of change has to be like incremental rather than suddenly and one big change. Oh, okay. I think it was good. I think that <laughs> scene that, that that just the last part. Yeah. The scene where like the small council is going back and then they're talking, hey, how do we deal with this? And that was our, you know, going back to rebuild the Shire scene. <laughs> I, I, I was... Like, I do like Bronn. I, I was like kind of surprised that Bronn was back. Then again, I think Tyrion is one of those people that knows just at what length to keep Bronn and yeah. where to keep him around mm -hmm. and what uses he has. Uh, I think, well, I think everyone's kind of said what my favourite bits were. I think the only other bit is that I was glad, sort of glad, 
anticipating that John was at one point going to steal Drogon. Yeah. It looked like he was going to ride him off into and just take him away out and like, leave it. Yeah, kind of take the dragon out of the equation. I think it's great that they didn't drag the entire confrontation of John and Danny out to the very end and then just have to quickly say, by the way, who's king? Oh, Brent, yeah. And yeah, I, I really liked the scene of Daenerys' speech. I thought it was a good moment of showing just how nuts she had gone and just revealing her true self and where she was going to take these things. Mm. But other than that, yeah, I liked it. It, it confounded expectations. It didn't have mm. these... It didn't go for fan theories, which I think, well, pretty much expecting Twitter's in meltdown at the moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, actually, that was what it. what I appreciate about the whole episode also is the fact that you actually see all the characters for once. Yara. And Yara, exactly. And and Sam, and then when we go on to Thomas, oh, we hang see on, hang on, that that was that was one of my the least favorite bits. <laughs> Sam <laughs> presenting a book called A Song oh, of Ice. Just <laughs> a little bit <laughs> too. That, I mean, a lot of people have said mm. before that that's how it would close. That would be like Sam writing in mm. the in thing and closing the book, <laughs> like and Frodo. It'd be called, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it got a, close to being way too on the nose. For that mm. one, that was about. Mm. Eh, that was but it bit. was nice, like, to kind of just. But at least they didn't have like together. a Return of the King, or Avengers Endgame level of. Well, we're going to say goodbye to this person now, and now we're going to say goodbye to this person, and mm. now we're going to say yeah. goodbye to this person. Mm. It, yeah, it was more of a seamless end. Yeah. yeah. And speaking too. of seamless ends, oh. this is where we have to leave it. <laughs> Do catch our video wrap up of the entire season coming to you on the Straits Times YouTube channel. In the meantime, it's been wonderful watching all six episodes with this wonderful bunch of people. <laughs> but our watch has now ended. And with that, I say, Valamagulis. Valadohiris. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightscience.com and bt.sg.